En soos beloof het, sy sinde had lees soos elke donderdag hierdie tyd, Lindy Malan, lekker vakantie gauw, Lindy, welkom terug. Baie dankie, elke gul moet ons vir nou en dan een bykie relax ook, want hy en nou weer, Christy? Ja, nee, maar jy is een van die man wat op vrouwendag nou rarig, jy het oordendelike vrouwendag gehad vir twee weke lang. Hoe klink dit nou net nie alles nie? Ek was actually die laaste twee dagen George en ek het teruggeruip en twee en het gedink ons blij in die mooiste plek in die hele wereld, maar hy goudgeel, is dit granola wat nou so blom, dit is so mooi. Prachtig, ja. Soos ek omberst daar. Maar jy het ook een gast weer saamgebring, ek denk verduidelik vir ons, en groet om en stel om voor en allemaal wat luister. Natuurlijk, so, Christy, I'm so excited, you know, I just love this, talking with business owners about the amazing things they do. So, today I'm highlighting water purification solutions, a beautiful business right here in the Helderberg, and one of the co-owners and directors, Shandel Sylvan. Welcome. Afternoon, Lindy. Thanks very much for the opportunity. Of course. So, water purification solutions, for those that don't know, uh, and I'm sure there's a lot, tell us what you guys do. Just kick us off in terms of what are you guys, I know you as WPS, mm. but maybe just for the world, what is it that you guys do? Uh, Lindy, it's, it's quite a complex question, though we can answer quite simply. Um, ultimately, we design and manufacture bespoke water treatment systems uh, for a variety of industries and clients uh, that have different water sources and different requirements. Okay. And, and I mean, like you say, that's like one sentence, but this is a beautiful engineering company mm. um, and a seemingly overnight success, Kirsty, but it's been 17 years in the making. Mm. Can you even think back to where it all started? So that's the question. Where did it all start for you, Shandel? I think ultimately um, it started the first day of work at my first job which okay. happened to be at a, a water treatment uh, uh, company itself um, just getting to know the impact of water and water treatment I myself have always had a, a background to water a love for water um, but as you are in other businesses you always see the opportunity of how things could be done better so you always uh, embrace the opportunities you have to work with others but I think you've got to follow it, uh, your own passion and, and look at doing it for yourself. Um, and that was back in 2002, 2003, um, where it all started then. And then fast forward to 2006, where I had an opportunity to do it with my current partners in our own business. Yeah, and like I said, 17 years ago. But I want to take you back to um, something you just said. I've always loved water. So where do you come from? I know this love affair with water started uh, uh, in your upbringing, right? Mm. Uh, Right back to where you come from. So where do you come from? And what is this love affair with water Mm. about? Yeah, you know, my humble beginnings in the south coast of, of Durban, down at uh, a town called the Mams and Toti, mm. but ultimately even a little more south at uh, Warner Beach, Winkle Sprout. Not many people know about that little town. Yeah. Um, just grew up on the beaches, um, life-saving, surfing, um, ocean paddling, uh, and not realizing how deep that love is for water. And I think like anybody, if you're going to be doing something as much as you do when it comes to work, you're eight to five, why not do it with something that you have a passion for? And that's what I'm looking at doing now. 
And, you know, I think, uh, but you, you make it sound like, oh, almost a little bit blasé, do I dare say that, Shandor? Mm-hmm. Um, but do you uh, do you look at yourself as being fortunate in the sense that you've been able to marry this passion you have for water and walk and like working with water and yeah be involved in water solutions i mean that mm. is do you think yourself to be fortunate as a result of that yes definitely fortunate um but i think in hindsight you do also make your own fortune based on the decisions that you make over time and i think over time there's been a handful of very critical decisions that have landed me up to where we are now very hard decisions um so it does feel like coming back to your point earlier where you said you know overnight you seem to look back and go we suddenly here but it's not suddenly Mm. and it is over time uh daily decisions but then also some very critical decisions in that timeline Okay. So, well, let me put you on the spot. Um, so here's the idea. Um, you were working for whoever uh, um, for three years and then decided, hey, I met your current colleagues, Cornet Small and Andre Kluter, and the three of you probably had a beer or I don't know what mm-hmm. you were doing. And the idea around um, starting this beautiful business mm-hmm. comes to par. What was that about? How did that come about? Well, it almost didn't come about. Oh, my word. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. I was, at the time, I was involved in another business with another fantastic partner mm-hmm. um, doing general engineering and steel work. And it was great. We were growing a business, which was a passion of mine, uh, with a partner that was had amazing expertise and access to industry. I mean, ticking all the boxes. Um, but it didn't have my passion in it. Oh. Come along an opportunity... Now with partners that I have no background to, nothing with. There was a, a big leap of faith and trust that went into it, but it had the the added element of the passion in water. Um, to the point that I said, it's all right. I've, I've got a very good deal right now with my current partner and we're doing amazingly. But it sank in and I said, well, let's give it a bash. Let's at least try this out. Let's let's take a leap of faith and, and try it out for a period. And in that time, we suddenly realized you built up a enough of a an understanding of the of the of the current partners, you know, good faith, good motivation, good attitude, good skills. But at some stage you've actually just got to take a leap. <laughs> yeah, and, and, um, there's no definite. Yeah, and, and there's no guarantees, right? No, so when no. we come back, um, I'd like to just ask you about some of the lessons learned mm. and maybe you referenced uh, hard decisions that you had mm. to make at times. So, Christy, when we come back, of course, a little bit more um um, I think challenging Shandor on letting us into some of those intricate stuff that's made up of building a business in the beginning. Can't wait to hear after this uh, song by Pink. We're back with uh, Business Lunch with Lindy and she's chatting to Shandor, the Director of Operations at Water uh, Purification Solutions. Lindy, I can't wait. Shandor, so we were briefly talking about you just clarifying what it, uh, if you talk water solutions, I mean, uh, uh, what is your sp- specific focus? I mean, what sectors are you guys uh, focusing on? Yeah, I think for us, we, 
we can put it down to some basic categories. We look at volume of water to be treated a day. We generally um, get called in at around about 5,000 liters a day, five kiloliters for those that look at their municipal account. Mm-hmm. That's all measured in kiloliters. Okay. So around five kiloliters a day. Um, and then our bread basket offerings go up to about a million liters a day, a thousand kiloliters. And then we sort of packaged megaliter units after that Mm. so anyway from five kiloliters up to a thousand kiloliters a day is our bread basket offering Mm. and then it's technologies um Mm. you know we do filtration reverse osmosis there's always an element of altering chemistry um with um you know raising ph's reducing ph's Uh, addressing the quality of water right so that we look at iron removal um Mm. or taking brackish water and reducing the soda sodium chloride content or even hard water that has a lot of calcium and magnesium reducing that Mm. and then we typically package those into either skid mounted systems that are built onto a frame or even into containers for Mm. transporting up into Africa. Oh wow and of those you've actually done quite a lot right containerized uh, water solutions. That's that's ultimately our bread and butter is packaging decentralized water treatment system whether it's for wastewater treatment, sewage, black water, gray water, or borehole, seawater, river water. You know, there's a range of different sources that people have access to. And now more than ever, there's a big movement towards looking at wastewater as an option of a water stream to be treated. Everyone disregarded it in the past, but there's now more value assigned to it with the limited water sources available out there. You know, and I, you know, I'm just going, oh my gosh, you know, um, with water being the essence of life. Um, and don't you, I mean, are you either inspired or are you moodaloos around the big demand, the big ask? Um, you know, where, where's your, where's your mind at in terms of this big task? You know, for me, I think one of the key things that's worked so well for me is that there is, honestly a passion for education around water to start with mm. whether it's the type of sources the type of problems uh, associated with the water quality or even just water availability in general and how we use it there's an honest passion around that whether it's educating a client or upskilling my own employees um, that's where it starts. Mm. You can't get moodaloos. If we get moodaloos about <laughs> tough things in life, I we're going to bury ourselves. I know. You've got to see the upside and you've got to go and do something about yeah. it. But how amazing to be busy with something as critical as water. Mm. Um, your, your company, WPS's mission, uh, what is that mission again? Well, ultimately, it's to be working with the clients in um, getting water treatment out up into Africa. Mm. It's ultimately access to water for all. Mm. Access to clear quality water for all. That's it. Um, So if you... Now now I'm coming back to to where we live here in the beautiful Winelands and Helderberg. Do I need to be concerned about the quality of water when I open the tap and whose responsibility is that ultimately and are Mm. you guys involved in 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 that whole supply demand chain 
Yeah, look, there's two very different sectors. There's sort of public works, government type. I mean, your local municipality, district municipality, they all play different um, roles in ensuring water to everybody. I think we have to be quite honest. We're very fortunate to be in in this province with a um, well-governed area. And we've probably got some of the best water quality in the country. Um, Infrastructure plays a critical role in the supply of and the quality of water. Um, We've all got those challenges, but I think in our immediate area, we have the least of those challenges. And then um, recently in news, the E. coli, I don't know Mm -hmm. if I've got it right, um, outbreak up north in the country. Um, You know, so, so what goes wrong there? You know, a lot of people actually died, right? So this is actually like critical to life, eh? It is, yes. Um, water water quality and quantity, you've got to have water to start with, but you also got to have the right water quality um, to make sure not only as a health implication, but as industry. Industry makes large uh, use of water. Um, it all starts from source to treatment to the transfer of there's many variables that play a role in ensuring the supply. So actually quite quite complicated. Hey? Do you get mm. the idea, Chrissy? I don't I know mean, how they do it. I don't understand. I don't have a clue how they clean clean water. I, I boil it. Water for oh, yeah, the, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, we go to the good old kettle. <laughs> exactly. Sure. So when we come back, of course, um, a little bit more about maybe some highlights um, in in the WPS journey to date, maybe a couple of tough decisions. Yeah, so actually quite inspiring, don't you think? Absolutely. Can't wait for the next session straight after this on Helderberg FM. It's back to Lindy Malan, Business Lunch with Lindy. Shandor, looking back, um, you you referenced in the first quarter or the first couple of minutes um, some tough decisions one needs to make in building a business over 17 years. Um, Does any of those that you'd like to highlight? Yeah, I think... Yeah, in many various different areas. I mean, for us, we we started in a in the humble garages of uh, Brunt Street in Strand. Um, obviously, keeping your operating costs low and trying to grow organically. Um, but even there, you know, you got to get started with the right team to get started. Um, trying to break through to your new clients, even though they know you as a a person and maybe your track record, you know, your new entity. It's how how do you break through? How do you build trust mm. with your clientele? How do they know you're there for the long haul? And unfortunately, those kind of things only come with time mm. and developing a portfolio that speaks for itself. Mm. Uh, that just honestly takes time to happen. Mm. During that time, though, there's a great opportunity, the, the excitement of doing all the firsts for the first time. <laughs> the first client in a first area, the first type of technology you've deployed. There's a lot of excitement around that uh, that goes in there. But I think decisions like the the facility we were at, when when was it the right time to move to a bigger facility? Mm. You know, there's always going to be a, an impact financially on it sure. and how you're going to make sure it happens. Um, staff. When when do you get more staff and which type of staff and which area? Um, those are those are major things towards growing a successful business. Yeah, and I think it, you know, listening to you, um, it's like almost having a certain self belief and then getting that self belief transformed into an actual business philosophy and a strategy mm. and growing it to something that's in your head and then it's out there. Yes. 
Right. Yep. So any specific highlight uh, in the past year or so or couple of years that, that yeah. really makes you feel proud? Yeah, I think as, as business owners, probably the last three years have been a bit of a blur and we all sort of know why 2020 mm. and all the rest. We won't go into that. But so, yeah, the last three years have been a real roller coaster, but also a silver lining towards great opportunities. I think there's been a great um, possibility to go from such disparity to you know, overcoming and achieving and that that differential mm. sort of highlights exaggerates the achievement at the end of the day but i think it's been you know ensuring that our, our team is aligned that we're still focused on targets and goals and then even reaching them it might mm. sound flippant but just having them to start with and sticking with them through these turbulent times and then achieving them has been amazing. Uh, that's come down to um, us branching out into Africa. Mm. The kind of the kind of technology that we've been deploying out into far reaches of Africa, it comes with a lot of challenges. And I, our team has been amazing. Everything, everywhere from the sales components of it through to the engineers that design and develop, but then even the guys that that go and put it together. Um, that still in itself is the starting point. Mm. You then deploy it, install it, commission it, train your clients up on how they must operate mm. it because you can't be everywhere all the time. Exactly. Um, it's a very involved process and we've been winning over the last time. And I'm so proud of you. And can I put you on the spot? You know, so you talk about all these amazing highlights and firsts and, and the growth that you guys have seen despite some really tough circumstances and mm. conditions. Um, what do you think is important for any business and company out there to survive today? I mean, can you think of a couple of things that jump to mind? You definitely have to develop a team mm. that ultimately is geared towards handling the tough times. You know, I think it's very easy for all of us to be motivated and disciplined and all the rest in the easy times. Uh, it's when you are put to the test that you actually see the temperament of the people mm, that are around you. Absolutely. Um, so not just developing a team on qualification and or even just experience, but making sure you understand the personality of the team. And you require different mm. personalities in different areas of your business. Mm. We can't all be the same personality. That's also no, and, a trouble. And definitely, um, you talk about the, 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 te the team's ability to show resilience and grit and, 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 you know, buckle down when it's really necessary to get mm. it done, right? Yes. Okay. So what gives you hope and, and what are some dreams that you have for this beautiful business going forward? Fortunately, unfortunately, the demand for water uh, is always going to grow be it infrastructure uh, that's that's degrading the natural growth of the population, um, the the need to look at different water sources because historically our our water sources from dams and boreholes are, cannot be our sole uh, supply. There's so many challenges, but on all of those challenges is an opportunity to overcome them, and you just got to make sure you're surrounded by the right people, which is your team and your clients, um, to make sure that together you overcome them. And, uh, you know, I, I listen to you and it's like, oh, my gosh, you know, um, the hope for a bright future where we keep on tackling those challenges and one of them definitely being water. So you guys are definitely in um, um, offering solutions to the private sector. Um, could you maybe just tell the world where to get hold of you, um, where are you guys based, um, you know, and 
Yeah, a little bit about just where to get all of you, I sure. suppose. Well, our doors are always open. We're, we're based in the GAN Center, 12 Khaber Boulevard, GAN Center. Welcome to come walk by, walk in, come have a chat, even understand your problem. And this mm. is the biggest thing for us is that so many people don't understand their problem. They always jump on Google and try and Google the answer. Mm. But you're going to get <laughs> the, the you're going you're going to get the answer that you're you're sort of looking for but you don't understand the problem. No, you're come not asking us. the right questions, yeah. right? Yeah. But ultimately I think in this in this day and age everybody's got a piece of technology, so rather hop onto our webpage uh, www.wps.co.za uh, have a look at what we're about. Jump on the contact page. You can call us, WhatsApp us, email us. We've got all the various different platforms uh, to initiate conversation. So wasn't that amazing, Christy? Absolutely. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm inspired by yes. what WPS, the team of Shando, is doing. And I wish you guys the absolute best fortune for the future. And I'm, I'm really, really excited about where you guys are going with this beautiful business. No, thanks very much. Shando, thank you. Yeah, thanks for your time. Um, it's really inspiring to listen to. Can him. I just say a final thing? He's also the dad of a brand new little girl. Oh, I well mean, done. she's not even a week or 10 days old. So uh, he's even flourishing on the other side go back, of go back building home. families. <laughs> go <laughs> Congratulations, Tyrion and Shanda. Go and amazing. help your wife. Yeah. Don't go to work now. <laughs> thanks a lot, Shanda. And, and thanks, um, Lindy. You'll be back next uh, Thursday. Next week, yes. going to talk to Chris de Villiers. He's the proud owner of Talisman also right here oh, in uh, in our community so looking forward to that as well fantastic i'll see you then